Hey there, it's time once again for Transformation Radio. Now it's time for our reading from the New Testament. And it comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 30. Here is a brief overview of some of what we'll be reading about today in Scripture. Jesus told the following parables to clarify further what it means to be ready for His return and how to live until He comes. And the story we'll be reading about here today of the ten bridesmaids, we're taught that every person is responsible for his or her own spiritual condition. The story of the three servants shows the necessity of using well what God has entrusted to us, especially our gifts. The parable of the sheep and goats stresses the importance of serving others in need. No parable by itself completely describes our preparation. Instead, each paints one part of the whole picture. Now the master in the story we'll read divided the money among his servants according to their abilities. No one received more or less than he could handle. If he failed in his assignment, his excuse could not be that he was overwhelmed. Failure would indicate only laziness or hatred toward the master. The bags of silver represent any kind of resource we're given. God gives us time gifts, and other resources according to our abilities, and He expects us to invest them wisely until He returns. We are responsible to use well what God has given us. The issue is not how much we have, but how well we use what we have. Jesus is coming back. We know this is true. Now, does this mean that we got to quit our jobs in order to serve God? Of course not. No, it means that we're to use our time, talents, and treasures diligently in order to serve God completely in whatever we do. If God truly is our master, we must obey willingly. Our time, abilities, and money aren't ours in the first place. We are caretakers, not owners. When we ignore, squander, or abuse what we're given, we are rebellious and deserve to be punished. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming! Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last. 
dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant! If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 31, verses 1 through 8. We say we have faith in God, but do we really trust Him? Well, David's words here that we'll read about today in Scripture, I entrust my spirit into your hand, convey his complete trust in God. Jesus used this phrase as he was dying on the cross, showing his absolute dependence on God the Father. Stephen repeated these words as he was being stoned to death over in the book of Acts, confident that in death he was simply passing from God's earthly care to God's eternal care. We should commit our possessions our families, and our vocations to God. But first and foremost, we should commit ourselves completely to Him. Now, why did David suddenly bring up the subject of idol worship? Well, he wanted to contrast his total devotion to God with the diluted worship offered by many Israelites. Pagan religious rituals were never completely banished from Israel and Judah, despite the efforts of David and a few other kings. Obviously, a person who clung to idols could not commit his spirit into God's hands. When we put today's idols, wealth, material possessions, success first in our lives, we really cannot expect God's spirit to guide us. God is our highest authority, and he requires our first allegiance. Psalm 31, verses 1 through 8. For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. 
turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemy set for me. For I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love. For you have seen my troubles, and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemies, but have set me in a safe place. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Listen as wisdom calls out. Here as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. By the gates at the entrance to the town, on the road leading in, she cries aloud, I call to you, to all of you. I raise my voice to all people. You simple people, use good judgment. You foolish people, show some understanding. Listen to me, for I have important things to tell you. Everything I say is right, for I speak the truth and detest every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. Choose my instruction rather than silver, and knowledge rather than pure gold, for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with it. That does it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening and make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.